Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Hang on. I've got an old friend kicking off autumn, so to speak. Oh, yeah, that's terrific. That is really, really terrific. Uh, from 8 o'clock coffee, the pumpkin spice. Boy, <laughs> This is good. Uh, it's Labor Day today, which means the official end of summer, and it sort of ushers in the autumn season, so to speak. Even though we have another two and a half weeks or so of summer, this kind of is the unofficial end of summer. So everybody's getting ready for autumn, and what a great coffee to have to kind of kick off autumn, the uh, 8 o'clock pumpkin spice uh, subtle spice, brown sugar, and sweet cream. I love this. This is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. And uh, hey, my coffee mug, the Ohio uh, Outdoors coffee mug. Kind of, this is the coffee mug that uh, I imagine you would use uh, sitting by a campfire looking up at the stars. And yeah, uh, this is the kind of weather where. Uh, Good campfire weather because the nights are really cool. They're getting about they're getting down about 57, 60 degrees, something like that. Warm days, about 75, 76 degrees, and then you're cooling off. Boy, some of the nicest weather this time of year, and you can just feel the change. Uh, just feel the change in the day. The way the sun is in the sky, the way shadows are cast. There's something going on. You can feel that summer is waning away. And a fall is uh, very much uh, coming upon us right now. Yeah, and uh, great coffee mug, great coffee uh, to celebrate the beginning of fall, so to speak, unofficially, unofficially the end of uh, summer, unofficially the beginning of autumn, so to speak, because today is Labor Day, a national holiday. So uh, everyone has a day off, or at least most people have a day off. But if you don't have a day off and uh, you're working today and you're taking along on your morning commute, hey, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. We've got a great, great Monday morning mailbag today. Some really wonderful, wonderful comments. Got some new stuff to share with you, some news uh, of uh, something that we're doing in Companion uh, alongside, so to speak, of the Monday morning mailbag. So I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, so I hope I'll be telling that and be telling that and I'll be telling you that in a little bit. <laughs> and uh, just really looking forward to today's episode. So thanks very much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Great to see you again. And you know what? Let's kick off the show like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Glenn Martin. And Glenn writes, Hi Mark, I wanted to show you what I use to protect my shaving brushes when I travel, and also in my den, each brush is stored in one of these when not being used. In the photos, I use the tallest brushes I have to illustrate how they fit. These are prescription pill bottles I got for free from my pharmacist. They are great, and depending on the brush length, you can either turn the cap up for additional height or down for shorter brushes. Hey, Glenn, thanks very much. Thanks. That's a, <laughs> that really is very, very neat. I'm assuming these are larger prescription pill bottles. 
But another great shaving tip and another great example of repurposing something we might have around the house that will serve a purpose for the traditional wet shave. Here's one right here, storing those uh, shaving brushes. And you know what? I never knew that the top of those pill bottles could be turned upside down like that. I never knew that. I never. I don't know what the purpose is originally for that, but uh, that is kind of neat. That Thanks very much. So if you want to save some space or add a little space just by flipping the cap, you can kind of customize uh, how the brush fits in the uh, pill bottle. So thanks very much for that, Glenn. A great, great tip. Thanks for sending along the photos. Really do appreciate it. And for you and only you, an original sign sketch to say thanks. An original sign George sketch to say thanks. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if uh, you out there would like an original sign George sketch, just send me a uh, shaving tip. And if I use it in the shaving tip segment, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Glenn... Thanks very much for the shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. We have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Al Spencer. Al writes, good morning, Mark. Thanks for sharing the sandpaper tip for alum blocks. Hope it helps someone. Al, I'm sure it will. Thanks very much for sending it along. I would like to share a method to obtain consistency in bowl lathering that was shared with me by Matthew Lawrence. Matthew Lawrence also has a YouTube channel. I will link it below. Start by using a quarter teaspoon of soap and spread it thinly using your wet thumb in the center of the bowl, like a viewer mentioned this morning. Yeah, well, that was a previous Monday morning mailbag talking about uh, actually scooping out the soap and putting it in your lathering bowl and really just spreading it out very, very thinly. Al here is confirming that. This is what he does. After wetting the brush, give it a gentle squeeze. The idea here is to always start with the same amount of water in your brush. Start working the soap until it looks pasty. Add two quarter teaspoons of water and continue to work the lather. After a bit, add another two quarter teaspoons of water and continue working the lather. Repeat this process until you have a rich lather. I found that sterling soaps take eight to nine quarter teaspoons of water and PAA, Phoenix Shaving, soaps take 10 to 11 quarter teaspoons of water. Well, I would, I would expect that because I've always said that Phoenix Shaving shave soaps like water, especially CK6. I wrote the water amounts on the bottom of my different soaps so I could remember. Another great tip. Thanks for that, Al. That's, that is terrific. If you've got a formula or a recipe and it works for you, yeah, write it down. And on the bottom of the shave puck, uh, shave container, that's perfect. Also, I use synthetic brushes and go counterclockwise and clockwise and back and forth. Boom, lather. <laughs> well, we talked about that. Uh, a viewer want to know, a viewer mentioned that we should uh, reverse direction when we're uh, swirling or loading a brush or doing a face lather, uh, that sort of thing. So Alice, Alice saying he goes counterclockwise, clockwise, and back and forth. I use a Bicor ceramic bowl, $15.99 on Amazon, 
and a quarter teaspoon measuring spoon. Yeah, that's that's also very, very good. Now, I will uh, get the link for the ceramic bowl that uh, Al is talking about, and I will also find a quarter teaspoon measuring spoon on Amazon, and I will link to that as well. A great formula, a great recipe for making the perfect lather time and time again, and you'll understand, as we, we've always said, you'll understand the, wa- the correct water-to-soap ratio from soap to soap to soap. Writing it down on the bottom of the container is absolutely wonderful, Al. Thanks for passing that along as well. Al, thanks very much for that extra shaving tip this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Okay, as promised at the beginning of the show, uh, here is that new companion piece, that new thing, that new element that we're going to be doing alongside the Monday morning mailbag. I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, It was inspired by viewer Brian Harding. He recently sent me an email and really kind of inspired me to go forward with this and uh, really gave me some, uh, some help and some advice on how to set this up. I'm really very excited to share this with you. Uh, His email kind of lays the groundwork here. So uh, Brian wrote, Good morning, Mark. I really enjoy the Monday morning mailbag and used to watch it every week. The episodes used to run around the 45-minute mark, and I had included the Monday morning mailbag as part of my weekly routine. However, as the episode times continued to run longer, I was not able to find the time. Today's episode is nearly one and a half hours long. Yeah, that previous episode was an hour and 29 minutes. Uh, Yeah, and that was because there was so much good stuff, I didn't want to edit anything out. So yeah, they have been running long, but I think the ideal time is 45 minutes to an hour. I agree with that. Anyhow, uh, he continues, have you given any thought to releasing the audio of the Monday morning mailbag in a podcast RSS format? I have more time weekly to listen to long read podcasts than watch videos. For example, I'm about to mow my lawn this morning and listening to podcasts is a perfect companion. There are a few shaving audio podcasts such as Ladder Talk and the Wet Shaving Podcast sponsored by Sharpologist. I hope you do not take this suggestion as criticism. I really enjoy your efforts and just wish I had the time to watch all of it. Thank you and have a great week. Uh, Brian. No, hey, Brian, I absolutely did not take this as criticism, as harsh criticism, anything like that. This was a wonderful, wonderful suggestion. And that's the announcement, folks. The Monday Morning Mailbag is now a podcast as well as this video show. So we're taking the Monday Morning uh, Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, we're converting it into audio, and uh, we have a channel right now on Anchor which is the home of a lot of Spotify, uh, uh, Spotify podcasts. And the tools up there are really user-friendly, and uh, I'm learning a little bit more about it as I go. So it is kind of a new experience, so uh, I appreciate your patience as I learn the process of getting these podcasts online and getting them organized and that sort of thing. I've done a few tests podcasts, a couple of test, test podcasts, take, taking some earlier material and uploading it. And I asked um, uh, some friends and some others if they could take a look at it and see if it was if it was uh, uh, playing properly. I asked Brian for his input if 
find out if it was uh, playing properly. I asked a couple of other viewers out there if it was playing properly, and I got some really, really good feedback on it. And uh, we're going to do it. And I'm also going to be doing uh, additional episodes, maybe 10 to 15 minutes in length, called Second Cup. Uh, this will be information that maybe arrived too late for the Monday morning, Monday morning mailbag broadcast. And maybe it's something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale on a razor or a brush that is going to be maybe uh, from Tuesday to Thursday. And uh, word has to get out and a viewer uh, very kindly sends it along the information and it just doesn't make it in time for the Monday morning mailbag. Well, this is a way for me to do a broadcast and get some of that additional information out there. And also to say hello again and also to enjoy a cup of coffee with you, that sort of thing. And maybe do some chit-chat podcasts as well. Maybe talk about a favorite movie or a favorite book or uh, something along those lines. Or maybe talk about a favorite razor or a, a terrific shave that uh, someone had. Uh, some of that kind of thing. And I'm really looking forward to doing it. But the main purpose is to put the Monday morning mailbag uh, in podcast form, so it's a little easier to listen to, uh, because as I've mentioned before, a lot of folks listen to it on their morning commute if they're driving. This way, it'll be a little bit easier to access. Now, uh, it is on Anchor. It's on Spotify. I'm setting it up on Apple. I don't know if that is complete yet. That is a little bit of an involved process. I hope to get it up on Amazon. Uh, I think Google's another one. Uh, so uh, I'll definitely have the RSS feed in the description below. I'll also have a location on Anchor. So you can get both of those links, and then you can customize it however you wish. And uh, when, I, when I schedule the Monday morning mailbag for the YouTube video channel, I will also be scheduling the Monday morning mailbag for podcasts. So they'll both be uh, online at the same time, so you can pick which one you want to go to. Uh, and I know that the, the, the podcast, you're not going to see all the visuals and that sort of thing, but as I say, a lot of viewers like to listen to it uh, on their morning commute, and, and I'm sure after they find um, a, piece, a piece of information that is of interest, they can go back to the video and actually look at it, and I think it'll be helpful in that way. Uh, as well. So yeah, my thanks to Brian Harding for helping me set this up. Also to Mark Bagwell, Beth Jones, Jimmy V, uh, and uh, who else? My brother Tom and, <laughs> and a few others out there that uh, helped me, uh, give, that gave me some feedback. Uh, Rob Smith. Uh, oh, David Danu. Remember David Danu? I was on David Danu's podcast and I'll link his podcast below. And uh, he very kindly uh, messaged me, uh, left a comment on Facebook when I said that I you know, want to do this podcast and I was looking at doing it and experimenting with, a, experimenting with another podcast broadcaster, which I'm not going to use. I'm going to use Anchor. I think that's the one to go with. But he, as a matter of fact, David suggested Anchor. And uh, my sincere thanks to him for suggesting that because uh, it looks like it's going to work out very, very well. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to uh, to doing this and getting the Monday morning mailbag up there uh, every Monday morning along with the uh, the video feed on YouTube. So really looking forward to it. So thanks to Dave Danu for that because his uh, his input was very, very helpful as well, as well as Brian and everyone else I mentioned. So I, I, I thank you all very, very much. It's kind of been 
of uh, a kind of a, a really involved uh, a few days here trying to get everything up and running. And I think there's probably going to be a few hiccups along the way. So I appreciate your patience as I iron these things out and get things squared away. Uh, there is a learning curve there. I am flying by the seat of my pants, so thanks very much. But really, really looking forward to the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form and also doing some of those Second Cup podcasts as well. So my thanks to Brian Harding and everyone else who helped. Hey, uh, as a matter of fact, this, <laughs> this Monday Morning Mailbag, if all went well, is also in podcast form. So check the description below and uh, you'll see it there. So thanks again, everyone. I really do appreciate it. Wanted to give you an update on the 8,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. Uh, the winner, Charlie Wise, did contact me. I did send him the entire prize package, and he wrote back saying, Hi, Mark, just wanted you to know I received the prize package, and it was in good shape. Also, I wanted you to know how much my wife appreciated all the packing peanuts. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Thanks for everything. When you get to 9,000, I might have something else to include in your giveaway. Best of everything and keep up the good work. We all appreciate the videos. Charlie Wise. Charlie, congratulations on winning again. And if you saw the, um, the giveaway video, I was completely floored and surprised because Charlie had, uh, had donated uh, a Godfather Stonehenge uh, razor as a surprise second prize. And in, his, and in his email to me, he said, gee whiz, I hope I don't win this. You know, after donating it, he didn't want to win it. <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? And well, he won the big prize. And uh, that's why I was so surprised by it all. I couldn't believe it. I was absolutely floored because of the comment he made in the email. Gee whiz, here's a, here's a razor I'm donating to the prize giveaway. I hope I don't win it. And uh, <laughs> he won the big prize. So he claimed it. It's been shipped to him. And he has it. And uh, everything is great. So thanks very much for that, Charlie. I really do appreciate it. Now, the second prize winner, the uh, individual who, who uh, won the, uh, the Vikings Blade Godfather Stonehenge Razor and all those razor blades, uh, has not contacted me. That winner is Bug Chief. So if you know Bug Chief, please let him know that he's the winner and that he should contact me because there is a deadline to claim the prize. Um, I just can't have it sitting around here forever. Uh, so I think uh, the, the two-week period that I gave on that was uh, sufficient time to contact uh, myself here and let me know. So I believe that deadline was September 9th. I believe it was September 9th. So if I don't hear from Bug Chief by September 9th, we're going to make another video and we're going to pull from that same uh, from that from that same video is what we're going to do. We're just going to pull another winner. So uh, we'll find out uh, if Bug Chief gets in gets in touch with me. So please, Bug Chief, you want a really nice razor and some really really terrific razor blades. So please please uh, email me at um, georgetune at gmail.com georgetune at gmail.com to claim your prize. You've won it. Uh, again, you have until September 9th to get me word. And if I don't hear from Bug Chief by September 9th, hey, we're going to, it goes back into the hopper. We're going to pull another name. So uh, again, Bug Chief, give me, a, you know, drop me a line, georgetune at gmail.com, georgetune at gmail.com. And I will more than happily send you the off that. I will, I will be more than happy to send you the prize. 
Uh, and again, congratulations to Charlie Wise. Really do appreciate it. And thanks again to everybody who subscribed, who shared, who entered. Thank you very, very much for all the wonderful, wonderful comments uh, on that prize package video. I am just so honored and flattered. Thank you all very, very much. Well, I'm going to be updating this every week until the big day, which is Saturday, October 15th, 2022, from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., the Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup in Columbus, Ohio. I'll have a link below where you can get more information, and I'll also have a link below where you can get tickets. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope to see you there. The Ohio Wet Shavers Meetup, Saturday, October 15th, 2022, from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. in Columbus, Ohio. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Okay, we got a lot of great comments in this morning's refill, and I hope you went back for a refill. Hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Uh, boy, just a, again, like I say, a lot of great comments and content in this morning's refill. Thanks to everybody who contributed. Uh, viewer High Tech Hillbilly wrote, Styptic pencils are made from the same thing as the alum block. Well, I commented back and I said, you're basically correct in that both are alum. I think, however, they are made from different kinds of alum, so to speak. And I found a link where this is explained. Uh, and let me quote that from the site, and I will also link it below so you can see it. A styptic pencil, all known as, also known as a styptic stick, works in the same way that an alum block does. However, while alum blocks are made from aluminum potassium sulfate, styptic pencils are made from plain aluminum sulfate. Because of this, the pencils are stronger in comparison to alum blocks, uh, to which high-tech hillbilly uh, wrote back, well, that did not take long, <laughs> meaning the answer came very, very quick because of Google and other search engines. According to the Internet Hive Mind, yes, styptic pencils are quite a bit more concentrated. With that being said, I don't personally use one because the alum block works flawlessly for me. If I get a weeper, one pass with the Omega immediately stops the blood. That's great, uh, High Tech Hillbilly, but thank you for your comment. I really appreciate it because uh, it allowed uh, a little more of a deeper dive and uh, this link to a very informative website uh, so other people will know the difference between styptic pencil and alum block. And yeah, you know what? Whichever one works for you, your face, your rules. Absolutely. So thanks very much for... Uh, for that discussion, High Tech Hillbilly, really do appreciate it. Uh, Paul DeJardin wrote, Good morning, Mark. Great Monday morning mailbag, as per usual. Thanks, Paul. Uh, I love the styptic pencil, too, but if anyone knows how to keep the thing from sticking to the tube and cracking up afterwards, that would be great. To which Robert Fagan commented, I usually give my styptic pencil a wipe with an old towel just to get the excess water off it. Never had an issue with it sticking to the tube. Well, along the same lines, gentlemen, I do not uh, place my styptic pencil back into the container tube. Uh, I let it dry out like I would a shaving brush. Uh, and I give it a good 24 hours, really. And then the next day, I put it back in the tube. 
Um, and when I'm ready to shave, you know, then it's ready to go is what I'm saying. And then when I have a shave, if I need it again, then I pull it out, wet it, and just repeat the process. But um, it's a great tool to have, and I'm not using it every single day, but there are times when I've got to use it. And, uh, you know, I slip up, I break my technique a little bit. It happens, but it's a great, great tool to have uh, if you do get a nick. And as um, High Tech Hillbilly noted, uh, he just uses the Allen block. It works for him. And as other viewers have noted, uh, they will take the Allen block and just uh, apply pressure to that nick for a good 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever it is. And that seems to work in sealing it up. So that's another method you could try if you don't have a styptic pencil handy. But I have found the styptic pencil to be invaluable. So thanks very much for those comments, uh, Robert and Paul. Uh, JT wrote, hi, Mark. As always, it's another great Monday morning mailbag, 3MB. I think this is the default abbreviation for Monday morning mailbag. At least that's the preferred one uh, folks are starting to use, are starting to use 3MB. <laughs> that's really neat. First, I don't recall three sketches to be mailed out, laugh out loud. Yeah, last week we gave away... Uh, three sketches for three separate shaving tips in three different segments because uh, each one uh, not only was um, uh, directed at that specific segment, but it was a, a shaving tip of sorts and the first tip from those viewers. So we did that and that was a lot of fun. I don't think I've ever done that before and I got a kick out of it and I hope everyone else did as well. Uh, that was awesome and unexpected. Yeah, I thought it was awesome too. Thank you. Second, I am intrigued by the European brute. Uh, is it a deeper, stronger scent than the American Brute? I was thinking the same thing with Spanish Aqua Velva as well. Well, I can tell you that uh, I don't think it's as heavy-handed as the American Brute. Uh, and I think it's a little more refined. I think it's a little more subtle, so to speak. But I also get the impression it's a little longer lasting. I like it better than the American Brute. I really do. I just think there's something about being in a glass container. Here's a glass container. There's something about being in a glass container that I think gives it a little more elegance, a little more refinement, a little more of a gentlemanly quality. Uh, it doesn't look as, uh, well, for lack of a better word, cheap. It looks a little more, um, looks. it's a bit of an upgrade, so to speak. It's a little more top shelf, let me put it to you that way. So I like that. And again, I don't think it's as heavy-handed as the American Brute. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's just more refined. It has a few more layers to it as well, where the American Brute is just, boom, right there. That's my impression of it. Uh, finally, when I load my brush, I swirl the same amount clockwise, counterclockwise, and also up and down and side to side. I do the same when I dry my brush on a towel. Have a great week. Hey, yeah, you know what? Uh, this seems to be the comments that are coming in. Folks are swirling their brushes clockwise, counterclockwise, uh, up and down, back and forth. Uh, me, I've always been clockwise with my brush. And I'm probably going to have to start doing it the other way. Because in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we were talking about uh, brush wear. Uh, and one viewer said, hey, remember to reverse the direction of the brush so that it wears evenly. I'd never heard that before. And it seems like a lot of viewers out there are embracing that. So thanks very much for that, uh, JT. Really do appreciate it. Roderick McLeod checked in. This is regarding lathering and over-lathering. We had a viewer say that uh, 
like me, he overlathers and gets it all over his face, on his ears, and then he simply just jumps into the shower to rinse off. Uh, Roderick writes, I too just jump back in the shower to rinse. It's actually more of an interrupted shower. I run hot water in the sink to soak my brush and hard soap if that's what I'm shaving with on that day. Step in, wash my face. Glycerin soap is great for shaving prep. Can you say humectant? <laughs> I just did, I believe. Uh, wash my face and hair, step out, shave, then back in to rinse off the shaving detritus and clean my body. Now, I'm, I'm almost positive of the pronunciation of that word, detritus. Detritus. There you go. <laughs> I double checked it. Yeah, big words this week. Thank you, Roderick. Uh, it's also a great way to make sure you have enough hot water to shave with if you live somewhere with a smaller water heater or share the water heater with several people. Who cares if you're messy when you lather? If it's part of your process and it gives you your best shave, so be it. For me, it's probably mostly from my wet shaving roots using hard soap like Williams with a mug. All you can do is load the brush on the soap and then lather elsewhere because you'll never get the right water to soap balance if you're constantly adding more soap while swirling on the puck. I load the brush and face lather most of the time. It's messier than bowl lathering, but it's an important part of prep for me and gives me a better shave. And he lists three reasons because face is drying while bowl lathering. Uh, it's better exfoliation and whisker lifting. It's going to be a bit messy. And three, being neat kind of defeats the benefits of number two. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. When I'm doing a face lather, I'm all over and it's lifting the whisker. It's exfoliating the skin. Yes, yes, I agree. And it's going to be messy, but I like it that way. Absolutely. Now, here's a shaving tip. Uh, use your non-dominant hand. It encourages you to think about what you're doing. You'll be more careful and maybe even get a better shave. You'll probably use a slightly different angle and pressure while you're doing it, and you might discover that it does a better job on some of your trouble spots. I tend to go ambidextrous on my shaves as a result of having to do this when I broke my right thumb years ago. It also came in handy when I had a subsequent case of lateral epicondytrus. Epicon now this one is lateral epicondylitis, I think is what it is. I'm going to say lateral epicondylitis. I hope that's it. I'll put it on the screen below. Uh, it's also a good skill to have in case of injury and or surgery to your dominant hand or arm. Yes, it will, yes, it will require some practice. What's that you say? You're afraid you'll cut yourself if you shave with your non-dominant hand? That sounds like something a person who is used to cartridges says when you suggest they try DE shaving. Very, very good point. Roderick, I really do appreciate the, uh, the information you gave there. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Thanks, for the, uh, thanks also for the vocabulary lesson. I, I have some viewers out there, many, many viewers out there, who just love the English language. And when they pepper it with some of these new words, I learned something as well, and I hope you did. I hope I did justice to the pronunciation of some of those terms you, you intermingled in your email uh, and your comment there, uh, Roderick. Absolutely spectacular. Thank you very much for that. Uh, I love to read, and I love coming across these new words. Detritus, that's a good word. Humectant, yes, that's another one. And the actual lateral 
whatever that was. Well, that's one I'll have to work on. <laughs> so thanks very much for that, Roderick. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Mark Bagwell wrote, okay, brush direction. Maybe I'm different, but I don't do circles very much. I go back and forth. On the face, I go left and right, then up and down, but not in circles. Anyway, that's how I do it. By the way, uh, they are already out of the Flanyo aftershave. Is the scent masculine sweet or he's asking? Yeah, Flanyo, we'll be talking about that. We had a link to that. We'll be talking about that in new shave gear. Stay tuned for that uh, because we have an update regarding that product. Here it is right here. Where is it, Flanyo? Flanyo. Okay, here it is right here. Flanyo. Right there. We'll, talk, we'll be talking about this in new wet shave gear. So stay tuned for that segment. Uh, Bart Bartlett checked in. Mine was operator error too. This was in, 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 this was in regards to the nick I had during a recent shave, uh, shave review. Uh, mine was operator error too. I've learned that in sensitive areas like my chin and around my mouth, I get a better result by riding the cap with the Rex. I don't have to do that with my 6S. Uh, yeah, we've talked about that a little bit about riding the cap. Just, just angling that razor uh, on the against the grain shave pass where you're going south to north with the razor and you're just backing off of the blade a little bit onto the cap because, uh, yeah, th that, that will just kind of lessen the amount of blade exposure, so to speak, as you're shaving that way. Uh, I find myself riding the cap as well with some razors. It does work very, very well. Thanks very much for the reminder, Bart. Uh, JC Shaves wrote, uh, whenever our bathroom door is open, our dog makes a beeline to the walk-in shower and laps up whatever water he can get. He leaves incriminating paw prints on the shower floor. You know, we asked about uh, whether or not your dog comes in, watches you shave, uh, that sort of thing. JC Shaves, his, dog, <laughs> his dog's in there with him. Um, Larry Sablotny, Larry Sablotny wrote, this is in regards to the Parker 78R that we talked about. Uh, by the way, I received the Parker 78R yesterday and shaved with it this morning. Wow, you were spot on, mild, but very efficient. I was impressed. I pressed down more than a light touch at first because I couldn't feel much blade, but soon got the hang of it. Thank you, your review yesterday and your earlier comments. Uh, well, thank you for your your review yesterday and your earlier comments. I am well pleased with the razor and shave. Thank you, my friend. Everyone should get one, especially those with sensitive skin like me and have trouble getting close shaves. The Parker 78R has been a wonderful, wonderful razor. We've talked about it. We've shown it in some shave reviews. And uh, if not more than one review, I'm preparing another review. I can't remember where, where, we are, where I am on the schedule, but it really is a wonderful razor. And I need to do a comparison review between the 78R and the 56R. But the 78R really is a wonderful, wonderful razor. I'm getting two pass BBS shaves uh, with one day's worth of uh, beard growth. Uh, with two days worth of beard growth, I'm, getting, um, I'm doing two to three passes or two passes and a touch-up. Really wonderful, wonderful razor. And if you like a razor with a slender handle, the 78R, check that one out. Well, that's it for this week's refill. I really do appreciate everyone who contributed some wonderful, wonderful comments from the viewers. Thank you all very, very much. We'll do it again next week.
Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Jim from Northfield wrote, Hey Mark, I found this really good deal off eBay. Razor with handmade wooden handle, leather case, and 50 Lord Platinum Blades, all for $5.60. That includes tax. The seller is Shokunin USA. I thought I would pass this along to the viewers. Hopefully, they will still have them in stock. Have a great weekend. Jim, Jim, thanks very much for passing along this deal. Looks like a really neat razor. And yeah, for $5.60, you know what? It's worth a try. It's worth a roll of the dice. But uh, this, folks, is a perfect example of content that I would use for the Second Cup podcast. Because I received this about a day or so after the last Monday morning mailbag. It didn't make it to that broadcast. Uh, Jim says... Gee whiz, I hope these aren't sold out by the time this airs on Monday Morning Mailbag. This would be perfect. I could put that broadcast together. It's a little more easy, a little more easy to do an audio broadcast and upload it and get it up there uh, than, say, uh, the Monday Morning Mailbag uh, that I do. And uh, the audio broadcast would be uh, maybe five minutes, ten minutes, something like that, to highlight some of these, uh, some of these items that viewers send in. And again... This channel has the best, most generous viewers uh, on YouTube. Absolutely wonderful with the information that they share, uh, the leads they come up on, uh, the, the leads that they come across for new products and that sort of thing. Really, absolutely wonderful. So this would be a perfect, perfect uh, example. This is a perfect example of what what could be used in the uh, Second Cup podcast. So. Um, and, and, you know, moving forward, as I compile some of these things, I'll put it together in a second cup podcast and get it up there. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to doing this. So thanks very much, first of all, for the, um, the deal on eBay, Jim. And I'm with you. I hope it's still available by the time this Monday morning mailbag airs. And secondly, this is a perfect example of what we'll be using in the second cup podcast. Uh, Jim also wrote, hey, Mark, I had to share these photos with you and the viewers. I found this at another antique shop in Jefferson, Ohio, not far from you. No, Jefferson is like maybe 40 minutes away. Absolutely. Uh, they are a 1960 fat boy and a vintage Atra. I paid, get this, $10 for each. They are in great condition. As always, right place, right time. I wish you could be with me when I find these fantastic deals. Have a great week. Jim, uh, Jim, you know what? I've been to Jefferson, Ohio. I've never seen that antique store. Never saw it. I guess when I'm going into Jefferson, I'm always making a left instead of a right. And I've never been on that block. Well, actually, there's a Hardee's there that I go to if I make a right. And the Hardee's there is terrific. <laughs> I have some great food at Hardee's. And I've never gone past the Hardee's. So uh, thanks for pointing out the antique store. So if I'm in the area, I'll know to stop in and see if they have anything like that available. So, hey, congratulations on that. Really do appreciate it. And thanks again for the eBay deal. Really, really do appreciate it. Rodney Ripplinger checked in and he wrote, Hi, Mark. You wanted to know how I like the Viking Emperor Meiji razor. The Emperor reigns. I had a little trouble with the first shave, but I don't think it was the razor. I didn't get a close shave that time out. Today's was much better. 
I use new blades both time, today's being an RK Chromium. I think this razor is very much intended to be a fat boy clone. It sure is a handsome razor with the color scheme they came up with. Well, hey, Rodney, thanks very much for that report. I'm glad that you're starting to get some great shaves with it. I absolutely love mine. Uh, this is, this is uh, you know what, this is very much, uh, a, I would say, a, a clone of the Fat Boy. Boy, it is heavy. It is built like a little tank. Uh, I absolutely love the slim profile to the, uh, the razor head, the fact that it's adjustable from one to nine. Uh, it really is a wonderful, wonderful razor. I like it. I also like the asymmetrical razor head, one side being just slightly more aggressive than the other side. So you can kind of change that on the fly. Let's say if you're shaving your neck and uh, you find that maybe you want to just step it down a little bit, all you have to do is flip the head without actually adjusting uh, the collar. Uh, the adjustment dial on the collar. Uh, yeah, I love that aspect of it. But yeah, I really do like the uh, Vikings Blade Emperor Meiji Razor. We're mentioning it again in new shaving gear. They recently had this at uh, a really nice price point. We mentioned it before. I'm hoping, again, it's still up there at that price point. Uh, and uh, all the uh, Vikings Blade adjustable razors are wonderful. The full-size Emperor this is in frosted chrome. Boy, is this a wonderful razor. I shaved with this just yesterday. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave. We'll talk more about that shave here, a new shaving gear, uh, in just a little bit uh, regarding another product that we're going to be talking about. But I used this razor for the shave, and it just did a fabulous job. Absolutely fabulous job. So I really like it. And again, a very, very nice slim head. The end tabs of the razor blade uh, stick out just a little bit, much in the in the same way that uh, they are exposed in, on, on a fat boy or a slim or a, a vintage uh, super speed, that sort of thing. So uh, it doesn't get in the way. It's not a deal breaker. It does make the razor head a little more maneuverable. Really, really love these razors from Vikings Blade. And they come in at a very nice price point, and they are really, really very, very solid, very, very well made. So thanks for the reminder on the Vikings Blade Emperor Meiji Razor. Uh, Rodney, really do appreciate it. Glad to hear that you're uh, getting some great shaves with it. They're going to get better and better and better. I absolutely love the Meiji. So thanks very much for the reminder on that. Really do appreciate it. Viewer William Meredith checked in, and he wrote, Hello, Mark. I just finished watching today's Monday morning mailbag. I heard you mention shave soaps from outside the U.S., such as Parasso and Tabak. I have been looking at a shave soap artisan in Australia. They have a very interesting selection of shave supplies. Now, this artisan uh, shave soap maker, uh, who also has some grooming supplies, is known as Whispers from the Woods. And uh, William very kindly sent along the link. I will provide the link below if you're interested in trying any of their shave soaps or any of their other products. So that's Whispers from the Woods from Down Under in Australia. Hey, that is really, really neat. Thank you very much for passing that along, William. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Beth Jones checked in with several items. Thank you very, very much, Beth. Well, she wrote here, I just found out about this over the weekend. Apparently, there was a limited run from Henson, and I just found out about it last week. It's not on their website, but a group of wet shavers got together earlier in the summer, approached Henson, 
and worked out a group buy of a plus, plus, plus aggressive Henson Razor. Here's the link to the Razor Company. Yeah, apparently they have some of these super aggressive Henson Razors that were made for this group. There are some available. Uh, so I'll get the link for you below. Uh, and uh, hopefully they still have some of those in stock. Thanks very much for that, uh, Beth. Really do appreciate it. I prefer my uh, my mild Henson. I like it a lot. I think it's a wonderful razor. But if you're looking for a super aggressive Henson razor, here's your opportunity. Thanks very much for the link and the heads up on this, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Also from Beth Jones is this update. And uh, Beth wrote, just got off the phone with Howie at Super Safety Razors. And he said, quote, this razor just launched last week and it is flying out the door like crazy. And they will probably sell out of it this week. Unquote. What razor are they talking about? Uh, the 78R, the Parker 78R right here. Folks, this is really quickly becoming a popular, popular go-to razor for a lot of wet shavers. It is really, it's different than the other Parkers that are out there, as I've mentioned. Um, we've talked about it on today's Monday Morning Mailbag and our previous Monday Morning Mailbag. I've done some reviews. Uh, it really is a wonderful, wonderful razor. And again, Larry Sablotny said that he loves his, and I'm hearing uh, from other viewers who have acquired one. Uh, my thanks to Jamie Horn again. Jamie is the reason why I acquired one. He raved about it, and Jamie, you were so very, very right. Thank you very, very much. And Beth, thanks for the heads up regarding the Parker 78R and the demand for this razor. If you want one, folks, I'll have a link to Amazon where you can get it. I think it's still below $26. Uh, when I bought mine, it was below $27, like $26 and some change. I had some points. Uh, what else did I have? I got a discount. I got like a 15% discount. So always look for those discounts as well. Uh, you might get one and that'll save you a couple of bucks, maybe even save you some tax or shipping, something like that. But yeah, terrific, terrific razor. The 78R from Parker comes in three finishes. I have the graphite, also known as the gunmetal finish. Uh, comes in a high luster chrome, also comes in a satin chrome. I like this razor a lot. Uh, I might even get a second one. <laughs> I really am considering getting a second one, maybe in the high luster chrome. It really is a wonderful, wonderful razor. And it's probably one that I would consider throwing in my dop kit if I was going to be uh, going away on a weekend getaway someplace. Throw it in my dop kit and take this one. It really delivers a wonderful, wonderful shape. Beth, uh, thank you very, very much for the heads up on the Parker 78R, the demand for it. And, and really, the, uh, the heads up that, folks, if you want one, get one before they're gone. Uh, otherwise, you'll have to wait for it to be restocked. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. And once more from viewer Beth Jones, she sent an update from Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company. And they wrote, uh, well, she wrote, this is from Hoffman Shaving. Hey, peeps, we are almost there. I'm absolutely thrilled with Affogato. This is a new shave soap they're offering, Affogato. Uh, I was worried a little due to it being different from our other offerings, but it's pretty damn great. Bitter, sweet, and a little nutty like me, laugh out loud. I'm just so through the moon with this and can't wait to see it out there in the world. It's truly my honor. Live drop is Thursday, September 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
taking pre-orders now, which have been pretty steady. P.S. Dogfight and Rio Grande, or Rio Grande, Rio Grande are coming up fast. Keep an eye out. Wow, Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company releasing some wonderful, wonderful shave soaps. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, we've reviewed uh, Burn the Ships, Merlin, and The Great Reset. They're all, three of those are wonderful. I love the soap base of all three of those. So here is uh, another one coming up uh, in the pipeline, Afogado. September 8th at 7 p.m. is the live drop. Get taking pre-orders now. I will have a link to the page so you can get there, pre-order it, or order it when it goes live, when the drop goes live on September 8th. So very, very happy to have the information right now in the Monday morning mailbag. And again, this is another great candidate for uh, a second cup podcast were this to come after uh, a Monday morning uh, Monday morning mailbag broadcast. So my thanks to uh, Beth Jones for uh, keeping us apprised of this. Thank you very, very much, Beth. Really, really do appreciate all the information you send along. It's wonderful to share with viewers, and I know that they are grateful for your efforts as well. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Okay, one more, one more from Beth Jones. Almost forgot this. This was her experience with the Parker 78R. And she wrote, got my razor this past Monday, satin finish, and I had a shave with it this morning. I know a woman's shave needs are not as demanding as a man's, but I was blown away with how smooth, mild, and efficient this razor is. And that says a lot about this razor from me a Henson fan, but I literally had to check to make sure that there was a blade in the razor. This is how smooth this razor is. I used the personal crystal blades, which are very sharp and smooth and got an incredible shave. Yeah, the Parker 78R, another viewer who says, wonderfully mild, highly efficient. And again, Larry also, Larry Sablotny also mentioned, hey, is there a blade in here? You know what, this was my experience as well. Uh, really very, very smooth. Beth, thanks for the uh, feedback and review on the Parker 78R. Very, very helpful to uh, men and lady shavers out there. Really, really do appreciate it. Okay, folks, another comment about the 78R from viewer John Meyer. Good morning, Mark. I ordered the Parker Razor on Amazon after seeing your recommendation on the Monday morning mailbag. I got it Tuesday and used it today, Wednesday. I was most impressed as you were. I used the Gillette Nasset blade. Scary, smooth, and efficient. I now have three Parker razors, this being the one in my humble opinion. I also ordered the Brute aftershave, anxiously waiting for delivery. I am a Brute guy from way back in the day. Enjoy the rest of the week and have a safe Labor Day weekend. Yeah, two great products and new shave gear that we've talked about. The, uh, the Brute European version. And this Parker 78R, uh, I don't want it to be overkill, but I also want to acknowledge those viewers who have ordered the razor and have just found it to be a very, very good razor. So thanks again, John, for uh, the comments regarding the Parker 78R. Enjoy the Brute European version and enjoy this razor. Thanks very much. Want to mention Adam Smith and his razor service one more time. Uh, we talked about how he will uh, he can clean and polish razors and brushes and that sort of thing. 
and do some service work on them. He also does a lot of antiquing and finds some really, really wonderful, wonderful vintage razors. Now, I happen to purchase this vintage F1 Fat Boy from him, and I, I love it. I've, I've had a few shaves with it, and it's in absolutely wonderful shape. I've used it. I've, I've talked about it before. I've showed it before. And uh, it's really a terrific, terrific razor. Recently on his Facebook page, uh, he had some razors that were for sale that he found uh, while antiquing. There was a Super Speed up there that was in beautiful, a 1940 Super Speed that was in great shape. But the one that really caught my eye was a gold-plated uh, vintage uh, Gillette Tech razor. Absolutely gorgeous uh, I don't know who the lucky buyer was, but boy, it was snapped up right away. And I'm very, very happy for whoever, whoever purchased that. That was absolutely wonderful. So make sure you monitor Adam Smith's uh, Facebook page for a lot of these vintage razors that uh, he'll be posting uh, up there. I'm not sure whether the frequency or anything like that. I just happened to come across the page and saw that and thought, wow, that is an absolutely beautiful razor. The Gold Tech went for like $15. It was an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous shape. So uh, you know what? Congratulations to whoever purchased that one. That's an absolutely beautiful razor. Uh, you know what? I'm hoping it was someone who is uh, a beginner wet shaver because A, that's a perfect razor to begin the traditional wet shave with, and B, it's in such beautiful, beautiful shape. Uh, it'd be a perfect razor to start out with. It looks great. It shaves great. And uh, really, I hope that uh, I hope that whoever purchased it, uh, you know, I'm hoping it was a new wet shaver that that that, that was able to get that because it's, it was an absolutely beautiful, beautiful, beautiful shape. But uh, Adam uh, will uh, be posting other uh, razors that he comes across. If you're looking for something specific, you know what? Contact him and let him know that you're looking for something specific, and he'll help you find it. So I just want to mention Adam Smith's service, uh, service again because it really is something worthwhile to look into uh, if you need uh, your razor cleaned or polished or your brush reworked, something like that, or if you're looking for a vintage razor, or if you're just in the market for any kind of vintage razor, check out his Facebook page, see what he has available. Really, really neat, neat stuff, a neat, neat service from Adam Smith. Adam, thanks very much again. I absolutely love Love, love this fat boy. Thanks again. Really appreciate it. All right. As promised earlier in the show, Flanyo. Uh, now, Rodney Ripplinger sent along a link uh, where he found this available for sale here in the United States. Unfortunately, viewers reported to me shortly afterwards that they were sold out. Well, Miguel Montesino, viewer Miguel Montesino, the gentleman who originally sent me this bottle of Flanyo, wrote... Hello, Mark. I recently saw the last Monday morning mailbag. I want to thank viewer Rodney Ripplinger for the link to Flanyo. However, the store to which he provided the link is currently sold out. Below, I have attached a link where you can easily obtain Flanyo here in the U.S. To Chile Aquí, your Chile here. I have also attached a link to the original Flanyo website, although they do not sell here in the United States. Well, that's still very, very helpful. Thank you very much for that, Miguel. At the moment of writing this email, they are currently in stock and carry the lotion in the 120 milliliter size, similar to the bottle I sent you a few months ago. 
To Chile Aki also sells a variety of Chilean products difficult to find here in the United States. Hopefully, viewers of your channel and yourself can obtain a 120 milliliter bottle if they wish. Buy before stock runs out. If you have any further questions or concerns, please let me know. Warm regards, Miguel Montesino. Miguel, thank you very, very much for <laughs> the link to Flanio here in the U.S. Another great link to it. And also, thanks very much to the link uh, where uh, the product is available in Chile. Uh, also, very, very helpful. Thanks very much for this, folks. I really like this a lot. It's a terrific, terrific aftershave. Love the scent. It is yeah, this is wonderful. This is, it's a classic aftershave. As I say, as I, as I mentioned before, and I believe Miguel mentioned this to me, this is a rite of passage. When a young man uses Flano in Chile, he has arrived. That's how it's regarded in Chile. And it really is a wonderful, wonderful product. And of course, the nice thing also here, as Mark Bagwell likes very much, it's a glass bottle. So that's also a big, big plus. So yeah, Flanio. Uh, I'll have the links below. My thanks to Miguel Montesino, not only for introducing all of us to Flanio by sending me the bottle, but also providing some other resources where it can be obtained. Folks, check it out. It really is very, very good. I like it a lot. Thanks again, Miguel. Really do appreciate it. All right, I wanted to show you a new shave cream I came across. Uh, I was going through my local Walmart. I had to pick up uh, a few items. And as one viewer mentioned in a previous Monday morning mailbag, I decided to check out the shaving aisle. Aren't we all doing that? <laughs> when we go into a, a Walmart, a CVS, a Walgreens or whatever, we kind of wander over to the shaving aisle to see what's available there. Well, I found something new from Cremo. Now, Cremo is brushless shave cream. And I like to mention this uh, from time to time uh, because we use Cremo uh, not only as a shave cream or some cartridge razor users out there will use Cremo for their shave, but uh, DE razor users will use Cremo as a pre-shave. And I've done that both, way, both ways with this product. This is Cremo Heritage Red Shave Cream. This is formula number 508 Spiced Amber. Boy, is this a wonderful, wonderful scent. And of course, it gave me a really, really close, close shave. I've done a review on this and I hope to post it soon. Uh, really terrific. Now, Cremo is one of those products, again, you can use it as a pre-shave, you can use it as a shave cream, you don't need a brush to use it, uh, and uh, all you have to do is just uh, wet your face with some warm to hot water, not real hot, but some warm water, uh, and just put some of this uh, in your hand and just work it into your, work it into your skin, and then get your razor, and start your shave. Now, what I like to do is I like to keep uh, the razor, the hand that I'm using my razor with dry, and I keep some of the product on my uh, opposite hand, which would be my left hand. And as I'm shaving, if I need to uh, uh, wet the area again, I'll, I'll just apply a little bit of the crema where I need to, and uh, perhaps dip my fingertips into the sink, get a little bit of water to help to help activate that Cremo and just move it around my face again and use that razor. It's a finesse kind of shave. That's what I had, a kind of a finesse kind of shave. Uh, and I used the Vikings Blade Emperor Adjustable Razor. I started at level five. I think I turned it down to three and a half. And then I did touch up at two. 
uh, level two. Boy, did I get a nice shave, a BBS shave. Again, a terrific, terrific scent. Really enjoyed it. The spiced amber reminds me of fall, which is why I'm talking about it because it's Labor Day. It's the end of summer. It's the unofficial beginning of the autumn season here in Northeast Ohio. And this reminded me of fall. It has that little bit of an apple note to it. That's what I picked up from it. Less than $7, about $6.97 at my local Walmart. And it also has, uh, they also have an amber, uh, a spiced amber aftershave balm. Boy, this is very, very good as well. Now, the scent in the bottle, oh, very, very nice. Again, I get that kind of apple kind of scent. Very, very autumnal. That's why I purchased it um, uh, for the broadcast of the show to try it out. But uh, really terrific, terrific scent. Now, when I squirt, when I when I applied some to my hand, applied to my head, it wasn't that overwhelming as it is in the bottle. A little more subtle uh, on the skin, which is something I like. But it's definitely a present scent there. But it doesn't overwhelm. The thing is, uh, when I first got the scent of this product, it immediately reminded me of Cider House Five from Phoenix Shaving. So if you have Cider Cider House Five, you'll know what the scent is like. It's it's not identical to this. I'm saying it's in the ballpark. It complements this. And before, oh yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. And before this, uh, before cameras rolled, I did a shave with uh, the uh, Heritage Red uh, number 508 Spiced Amber as my pre-shave and uh, used Cider House 5 as my shave cream. Boy, did I get a beautiful, beautiful shave. I absolutely did. I used my Carve Overlander razor. It was wonderful. Two passes. It was BBS. Absolutely wonderful. So if you're looking for a brushless shave cream, something with an autumn-like scent, it, it, it impressed me that way. Uh, again, spiced amber. To me, it had a little bit of that apple scent flavor to it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, less than $7 for the shave cream, less than $7 for the balm here locally in my local Walmart. I'm sure prices are going to vary around the country, but it's going to be in the, probably the $7 to $8 uh, range right there. But uh, very, very good. I really, really enjoyed it. And if you're someone who uses a cartridge razor, uh, very, very good product. If you do the traditional wet shave as I do and love to do it, Great for pre-shave, also great for when you're in a pinch and you need to do a shave a little more quickly uh, and uh, you know, you, you're, maybe you're pressed for time. This is also very, very good. Also has that great autumn scent. You can also use this for a shave and finish up with Cider House 5 aftershave if you want to and uh, the balm upstairs or you know, mix both of these. They seem to, this scent seems to complement Cider House 5. That's what I found. But uh, another really, really neat scent from uh, Cremo. Uh, Beth Jones has checked in many times regarding Cremo, uh, the scents, uh, and uh, the different uh, product line that Cremo has directed at lady shavers. Uh, Beth, please check this one out. See what you think. Let me know. Uh, and also to the viewers, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, again, we talk about the traditional wet shave here using a brush and a nice artisan soap to make a lather, that sort of thing. Hey, there are those times where you might not be able to do it. Cremo is a very, very good option. If you're a cartridge, razor, shaver, check this out. I think it'll help improve your shave. 
<laughs> I had an absolutely wonderful shave with the Vikings Blade Emperor and this. It was absolutely fantastic and uh, had a great shave today uh, using this as a pre-shave and then building my lather with Cider House 5. Absolutely fantastic. So I just wanted to pass it on to you. Um, I will have links to it to uh, the Walmart uh, page. I don't believe it's available on Amazon. Uh, if it is, I'll link it to Amazon. If not, I'll link it uh, at Walmart. If I can't find links, check it out at your local Walmart. Uh, again, Cremo Heritage Red Shave Cream Formula Number 508 Spiced Amber and also the uh, matching aftershave balm. Really terrific scent and nice, nice performance from both of them. And that's it for this week's new wet shave gear. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, it's time to check out some questions and comments. Viewer Chuck Price checked in. And this kind of falls into the theme of uh, autumn coming upon us, that sort of thing. And uh, he's got his own little theme here in his email to me. Hi, Mark. Hope all is well. The channel is doing great and the videos are awesome. Chuck, thank you very much. I appreciate the kind words. I finally have a big enough collection to do a themed month. So here it is. Single Edge September. Left to right are the Razor Rock Eco, Gem Push Button, Gem 1912 Travel, the Gem Micromatic Open Comb, and the Razor Rock Silver Hawk in Aluminum. On top are a Commissori Shavette and a Crisp Shavette. On the bottom are Gem Stainless Blades, Kai Pink Mild Blade, and Gem Carbon Blades. It's a great way to go through your collection and maybe use some things you don't usually use. Thanks and happy shaves. Chuck, P.S., glad you like the Denvi comment, laugh out loud. Yeah, <laughs> Chuck came up with the Denvi, Den Envy. Yeah, he came up with that new term. Thanks very much for that, Chuck. And Chuck, hey, just in time for September, September Single Edge. That's a wonderful, wonderful theme. And if you folks out there have single edge razors, well, here's a great way to celebrate September and uh, the coming autumn season, September Single edge. Yeah, I like that a lot. Now, for me, I do have some single edge razors. I have some micromatics and that sort of thing. Uh, part of those, uh, part of my single edge shaves for September would absolutely, of course, you heard me talk about this, would be the uh, Supply Single Edge SE Injector Razor. I love this razor. I've talked about that fin guard right there, the Nick Stop technology. Absolutely, absolutely love this razor. Wonderful for, for head shaves, absolutely for great for head shaves. Terrific for face shaves, but really, really wonderful for head shaves. And I also love the uh, Supply Pro uh, single-edge injector razor, which is adjustable. So it's adjustable from one to six, and also some micro steps in between those whole numbers. Really, really do like this a lot. It's got this thumb dial right here. Okay, so you, you just use your thumb right here, and you can just, you can just hear it. You can hear it clicking. You can just change, you can just adjust it on the fly with one hand. Uh, that's, I really like that a lot. So, um, yeah, these are, these are two of the single edge razors I would use. Another one I would use, this came from viewer Chuck Summer. Thank you again very, very much, Chuck. 
Uh, and this was the Yaki single edge razor head. Uh, I found a handle to put it on. I had it on a different handle, but I moved it to this handle here. I think this is a mission razor handle right here. Uh, yeah, this was terrific. Uh, all you have to do is get a, get a, a half of a double edge razor blade and put it into this razor head. And boy, this does a nice job. Uh, I think it comes in three different finishes, I believe. Um, and it's available on AliExpress. Very, very affordable option if you're looking for an affordable single edge razor. If you happen to have a handle uh, that needs a razor head, check this one out. I'll try and link it again below uh, from AliExpress. Uh, Chuck very, very kindly sent this along. I found this to be a nice, mild, efficient shave with this particular razor head. Uh, you look through the reviews, some folks regard this as being aggressive. Uh, so who knows, uh, you know, how, who knows about the quality control of these razor heads. Some might be mild, some might be aggressive. I don't know what the consistency of their quality control is, is what I'm saying. I found this one to be very, very mild. I'd like to get another one uh, down the road, maybe in a different finish so I can tell the two apart and see how that shaves compared to this one here. Now, the other thing about this one is uh, ordinarily you would snap a double edge razor blade in half and put it in here. That doesn't really work too well. Ordinarily you can do it with a lot of other razors with this particular razor head. The way to go is to already get a, a single, uh, single edge or one half of a DE razor blade. These from Usta, Derby Usta, USTA. Boy, these are terrific and it looks like this. See, it's one half of a... Uh, of a razor blade. And you can unwrap this and just load it in here. It's nice and flat. Uh, it won't get kicked over one way or the other when it's in the razor head. Whereas when you snap a razor blade in half, uh, it might leave leave one of the, um, the snapped edges uh, maybe curled, curled a little bit. And that doesn't flatten out very well in this razor head. So get some actual uh, one half uh, razor blades uh, that they sell out there. There's a Derby USTA. I'll link to these. These are wonderful. There are some other brands out there. Chuck did a lot of research and sent me a lot of different information about that. And I will try to link to some of those that he had sent along. Really, really terrific, terrific stuff. And again, my thanks to Chuck Summer for sending along this yakky single edge uh, razor head. It's terrific. I had some, uh, I had an extra handle or two and uh, trying it out on different handles. And it really is terrific. However, as you know, my go-to single-edge razor uh, continues to be the Supply. I love, love, love the Supply uh, SE single-edge injector razor as well as the uh, Supply Pro single-edge injector razor. Both of these are just wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And you know what? The Supply SE, uh, this is perfect for anyone beginning the traditional wet shave. Absolutely terrific. This mixed up technology absolutely does work. And if you want to really get something that's a little more elaborate, uh, boy, the adjustable razor is great. And uh, this is also good for a beginner. They can start off really, really mild and find uh, the uh, level of aggression that is agreeable to their skin and beard type. Love both of these. But that's a great idea. Uh, great idea, Chuck. Single Edge September, something to kick off the month of September, something to kick off the coming autumn season. Chuck, thanks very, very much. Viewer Andrew Stevens wrote, My grandfather left me two Gillette Super Speed razors. 
1957 C1 and a 1960 F3. Both were well cared for. I scratched up the nickel plating on the 1960 by accident. I thought it was stainless steel. I was surprised to see the brass metal come through after rubbing it with a scouring pad. Well, Andrew, uh, do not fear. There are some wonderful services out there that can replate these vintage Gillette Super Speeds, Gillette Slims, Gillette Fat Boys, that sort of thing. Absolutely wonderful. The uh, service that I used was razorplate.com. A gentleman named Chris Evett did an absolutely spectacular job. I happen to have a... Uh, uh, vintage Gillette Slim J3 that he replated and it's uh, the original nickel plating was put back on and then he cleaned it and it just it's an absolutely beautiful razor it's going to give me another 75 80 years of service absolutely wonderful of course the J3 from 1964 the Gillette Slim uh, the 1964 was the year that Goldfinger was uh, released in theaters and uh, this particular uh, Slim Razor featured in the movie, and I did a review called The uh, Bond and Barista, uh, where I shaved with this before it was uh, replated. It was still in pretty good shape, but boy, uh, Chris Evett just gave it new life, cleaned it up, and just ah, absolutely, absolutely beautiful. Uh, his replating service is very, very good. I really, I just highly recommend him. He's very, very good. A couple of other services out there that viewers recommend and have have spoken of very highly. Uh, one is uh, Matt Pisarsik's uh, RazorEmporium.com. Matt knows a lot about the vintage Gillette razors. He has a YouTube channel where he discusses vintage Gillette razors at length. Really knows, uh, really knows his stuff. And Razor uh, Emporium, RazorEmporium.com uh, does a great job, from what viewers tell me, of uh, replating, servicing, tuning up. Uh, adjustable vintage Gillette razors and Gillette Super Speeds and that sort of thing. So you might want to check them out. Another one that I've heard mentioned by viewers is Backroads Gold. Uh, I've heard some really, really good things about them and their plating and cleaning services. So you might want to check them out. Uh, I have not used RazorEmporium.com or Backroads Gold myself. But again, uh, viewers have said some very, very good things about their services. One other service that I thought was really, really neat, and I utilize this because I happen to have a Gillette Slim that uh, really was kind of scratched up and marred and didn't look uh, that great. And replating it in nickel plate probably wouldn't do anything for the scratches and dents, that sort of thing. But uh, I had heard from viewers that um, North Shore Razors, uh, they do a gun coating that uh, will mask some of the flaws on a vintage razor. So look at the gun coating on this Gillette uh, Slim Adjustable. Look at that. That is absolutely fantastic. And of course, it works very, very well. And everything locks into place. And every, the adjustment dial and everything works as it should. And it's ju they just did an absolutely wonderful, wonderful job. And I like this color scheme. And there are a variety of color schemes that you, could, that you can select when you send them the razor. So if you happen to have a, a vintage Gillette uh, Slim or Fat Boy or something like that that really doesn't look like uh, uh, replating is going to uh, do the job, so to speak, uh, a lot of the deep uh, scratches and mars and that sort of thing that the razor might have 
will, will only be more apparent with a, with a replating, I would think. Uh, boy, gun coating is a way to go because this one really didn't look that great. I decided to try the gun coat instead of replating, and I'm telling you, it looks great. It just has a great look to it. So those are some resources for you and for other viewers out there, other wet shavers out there, if you're considering replating uh, a razor, uh, give these four resources a, a look. I will link them all below. Uh, and uh, you know what? I, I've had uh, uh, a great, great success with two of them, uh, razorplate.com and Chris Effett. Chris Evett did an absolutely fantastic job, and North Shore Razors really, de really did deliver a really nice uh, gun coating of a razor that really didn't look that great. Uh, when I sent it to them, it came back looking absolutely spectacular with the gun coating. So uh, that's it, Andrew. Enjoy those razors, and if you want to get them replated, know that there, there are those options out there. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful to hear that you have your grandfather's vintage razors. What a beautiful, beautiful keepsake. Uh, thanks again for the, uh, the comments, and I hope uh, this helps you uh, should you decide to replate that the one that uh, was uh, scratched up a little bit. Viewer Ryan Torres asked the following question. That's T-O-R-R-E-S. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly, Ryan. Ryan Torres. Uh, and he asks, what's your go-to razor for your head shapes? Great question. Uh, I touched upon this earlier in today's show. Let me go over some of the razors I use for my head shaves. Let me first preface uh, these comments by saying I like to use mild yet efficient razors. If I'm using adjustable razors, they're all on mild, mild settings. Let's start out with the uh, Carve Overlander. I mentioned this razor. This is a wonderful, wonderful razor. It is smooth. It is efficient. Uh, boy, just a wonderful weight, wonderful heft, terrific balance, uh, very, very precisely made. Thanks again to Fernie Beck for sending this along. Love this razor for head shaves. The other thing I like about it is the end tabs of the razor blade are enclosed in the razor head. That's of great benefit. So uh, as I'm doing a head shave, it's not going to tag my earlobe in any way, the top of my ear, the bottom of my ear, whatever it is. Like that quality of the uh, Carve Overlander very, very much. A terrific, terrific razor for head shaves. Again, mild, smooth, efficient. Another mild, smooth, efficient razor is from Phoenix Shaving. This is the Ascension Twist Adjustable Double Open Comb Razor. Boy, this is terrific. I have three Ascensions. I have a stainless steel version, I have a copper version, and I also have the standard version, which comes with the flare tip. This uh, tip unscrews like that. You can use it as a shorter handled razor or put a different color tip on the end of it there. Really, really just a terrific, neat feature. Double open comb, twist adjustable, so you can adjust the aggression minutely as you're doing your head shave. Very smooth, very efficient, very mild if you're, if you're set to mild settings again. As I say, uh, adjustable razors I tend to use on the mild side. Uh, and uh, this, is, uh, this is one that I use on the mild side. So when it's snugged all the way up is when it's at its mildest and you give it a maybe a sixteenth of a turn, an eighth of a turn, a quarter of a turn to increase the aggression to open up that blade gap. I won't open it up a quarter of a turn for a head shave, maybe a sixteenth, maybe an eighth, something like that. That's more than enough for me. 
uh, but it does a wonderful, wonderful job. Again, end tabs of the razor blade are enclosed in the razor head. Love using this razor for head shapes. Another one that is very, very good is the Metaphor from Phoenix Shaving. Stainless steel uh, razor throughout. Terrific. Again, it's a flare tip uh, razor. Uh, really nice. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Love that feature of it. Uh, the razor the, the, the razor head on this is very, very mild, yet very, very efficient. Wow. This is Wonderful for face shaves, wonderful for head shaves. Absolutely love uh, the razor head. I love the, the sculpting on the top cap there. Again, end tabs of the blade are enclosed in the razor head. Absolutely wonderful. So those are three, just three examples of double-edged double edge razors that I really like to use for head shaves where they don't give me any problems at all. I mean, I get some really, really wonderful, wonderful head shapes. There are some others out there that are very, very good. The Icon X3 Slant is also very, very good, very, very mild and efficient. And there are some others out there that I like, but I tend to uh, use a razor on the mild side. I've seen some wet shavers out there who do head shaves with some really aggressive razors. I can't do that. Uh, I admire them for doing it, but I can't do that. I leave I do my head shaves on the mild side. Now, one particular razor, which is quickly becoming my go-to and a very, I mean, a favorite. I mentioned it earlier. It's uh, the Supply SE Single Edge Injector Razor. Love this razor for head shaves. It has this fin guard here, the Nick Stop technology that I always talk about. This is wonderful. Wonderful heft, uh, beautiful, beautiful, mild, efficient shave. Uh, love it. I have the... The, um, the sleeve on there, the grip sleeve on there that gives you uh, increased grip uh, for, uh, for doing a head shave, uh, shaving in the shower, that sort of thing. I like this razor a lot. The other thing I like about this razor and the other three that I've mentioned, uh, again, end tabs are enclosed in the razor head, but the blades in these razor heads are all solid. Uh, there's no uh, there's no chatter there's no loosening of of the razor head at all especially with the sc it's an injector uh, razor head so you just inject that razor in that razor blade in there and it's in there seated quite solidly uh really just securely it just delivers a wonderful wonderful shave you don't have to worry about anything loosening up it is really solid there and it delivers a great great head shave the other razors that i've mentioned also I have a really nice, solid, secure razor head when I'm doing a head shave. Uh, so that's kind of an overview of what I like to use. One other thing that I, that I mentioned uh, is, uh, in passing about uh, adjustable razors, the Supply Pro adjustable razor is also very, very good for head shaves, provided I use it on the milder end of the spectrum. So this is just from one to six. So I'm probably going to use it at two and a half or lower. I may have done a head shave with this on video. I can't remember what the original setting was, maybe three. But the point is, I tend to use um, adjustable razors on milder settings. Uh, and that also goes for the um, Vikings Blade Emperor Meiji razor. I will use this on the milder uh, side of the spectrum, as well as a Gillette Vintage Fat Boy. Now, uh, the difference between these two razors and the others I've mentioned is the end tabs of the razor blade protrude just a little bit. Not a deal breaker. I just have to be aware of that when I'm doing a head shave, but uh, they don't get in the way that much. Uh, but still delivers a wonderful, wonderful head shave. I did a head shave with this the other day. 
the uh, the vintage fat boy here that uh, I purchased from Adam Smith. Uh, I started at level four and I finished at about level two, I think, or level three with some touch up. I can't remember, but uh, again, uh, on the mild side, and this particular uh, fat boy was very, very mild. It just from one to nine, four was a nice mild setting. I'll start at level five for a face shave, level four for a head shave. Does a wonderful, wonderful job. So that's kind of the overview on some of the razors I use for a head shave. Mild, uh, efficient. Uh, I like to have the end tabs of the razor blades enclosed in the razor head. And if I'm using an adjustable razor, I keep it on the mild side. But I have got to uh, be perfectly honest with you. My go-to lately is the Supply SE Single Edge Injector Razor with the Nickstop technology. That Nickstop technology absolutely works. It delivers a beautiful, smooth, close, efficient uh, head shape. And uh, really, uh, it, that Nickstop technology absolutely does work to reduce nicks and cuts. It gives me a beautiful, beautiful head shape. With these double-edge razors that I've mentioned, uh, two passes and some touch-up, uh, and I get a beautiful head shape. With the Supply SE Single Edge Injector Razor, uh, two passes and a touch-up, but the touch-up is not as involved as the double-edge razors. It seems to, it seems to uh, be a little more efficient and uh, do a better job on those first two passes. Absolutely love it, absolutely love it. But that's kind of an overview of uh, the razors that I use for a head shave. Again, the key word on all these is mild. Thanks again uh, for the uh, question, Ryan. I hope that helps. Hope that helps you in your wet shaving journey. And also uh, if you're considering doing a head shave with a double edge or a single edge razor. Thanks again, really do appreciate it. Well, that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the great artisan soap makers and other shaving vendors that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen. They offer some great shave soap and some wonderful, wonderful shaving gear. Please give them a look. I certainly would appreciate it. Hey, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the products I review in this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a step very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.